Welcome in, everybody, to Betting Pros. It's time to place your bets. It is me, Joey P, Joe P. Zapia, and we are at it again. It's week one, and it's time to look at the props for upcoming games this weekend. We've got a lot of action. The NFL officially kicked off yesterday as we're recording this, and what a fun time it was. If you're a Lions fan, at least, ooh-wee, what a crazy game that was. Andrew Erickson's back again, as always, to help us break down his favorite five props of the week, and we brought in a heavy hitter. You know him from Sirius XM Saturday mornings. You know him from the mean streets. Chris Meany is also a superhero. Canadian kindness himself. There he is, Chris Meany. Meany, it was just a couple weeks ago. We were having breakfast together in New yeah. York. Here we are. It's football time. We're hanging out. What's it like now? Because after that breakfast, you got engaged. So has life changed for you now that you're in football season? And now technically, you know, wedding planning might have begun. Yeah, I mean, no changes. Uh, it's just uh, maybe changes for Dee, but not not for me. She bought a wedding planner book, so I mean, I guess they do that that kind oh, of thing. Oh, the binder! Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Binder. I, the binder! We, we, we oh, got they, the binder too. We got the binder. Listen, they, whoever makes these wedding planner binders and books, they must make a fortune because oh. you know, for Deanna, she didn't care at all. She didn't care at all about the wedding quotations. Didn't care. And oh, then after, yeah. as soon as we got back from New York, uh, you know, we got a couple books. Mm and you know fiance if you think fantasy football research enough, for dudes man. is bad you ain't seen nothing to wedding planning and erickson knows because he's in the thick of it uh erickson how's that binder going on you have like uh specific metrics on uh specific djs and bands and uh you know different appetizers like how's that working out for you oh all this stuff but the binder keeps you organized keeps everything it's your one-stop shop like some of these good data suites that we have so i think it's a great thing and yeah the the corollaries to fantasy it's undeniable. Mm. And the I'm wedding... collecting black books, Joe, and she's collecting wedding planner <laughs> books. But I'm, I'm I'm here for the black books. We have. If, uh, let's tell you something too. Like it, I, I think this is a good equation. Like if you are looking for the wedding binder of your fantasy football betting season then it's the BP app. It's the all-new Design Betting Pros app. Look at that segue. Highly professional around these parts. But in all honesty, make sure you sync all your sports books and make sure you are betting on the app because that's how you find the best odds for everything. And that's what we're trying to do here too. Plus, you also got the PropBet Cheat Sheet and the PropBet Analyzer too, which are enormously helpful tools. They're my favorite things. We've been doing this all baseball season over on our MLB channel, and we're going to be doing it again here on NFL. If you go to your Betting Pros app and look at the PropBet cheat sheet, you're going to see the Fantasy Pros points projections versus, of course, the actual lines and then where the best odds are. So if you haven't seen this feature, and I know a lot of people are still new to BP, check out the prop at cheat sheet because this is going to be the perfect situation you can sort by game you can sort by the different kinds of props it's perfect and again to see those fantasy projections in terms of the yardage in terms of the passing totals all that stuff it's all right there so you're using all the fp tools and the bp tools and it's just going to equate to money and at the end of the day we'll have a really nice reception at the end maybe a nice honeymoon if we make enough chris meany maybe if we make there enough. We All right, let's get after it. Let's start with one of our favorite props of the week. Chris Meany, you're our guest. So let's start with you. What do you have for the people? All right, I'll start us off with tight end. TJ Hawkinson over four and a half catches. I'm seeing the best number over at DraftKings at minus 105 using the prop shop over at FTMBets.com. I really just like the usage right away. He was kind of used differently in Minnesota than Detroit. Like, you know, the smaller A dot, not deep down the field, but 86 targets in 10 games with many. It's... That's a healthy number. 60 catches over 500 receiving yards. It's six catches per game for perspective. Like 
Travis Kelsey led all tight ends with 6.4 catches per game. And if you pace out what he did in Minnesota over a full season, Hawkinson, he lands at 102 catches. I don't think that's an outlier. He has a season roughly with 102 catches already on his resume. And again, Kelsey led all tight ends with 110 catches. So at least eight targets in seven of his first nine games with Minnesota, that playoff game leaned heavily, 11 targets, 10 grabs over 129 yards. Oh, actually 129 on the button yeah. uh, against the Giants. It was his second 100-yard game, fourth with double-digit targets, third with double-digit catches with Minnesota. The matchup against the Vikings, you know, if you look at fantasy points per game last year, allowed to the position, top 12 in terms of catches and yards, two tight ends. And as I mentioned, just thrown into the fire right away, middle of the season, a 21% target share, really not even knowing the playbook. So I think there's room to grow here in Kevin O'Connell's offense. He immediately passed Adam Thielen as the number two option behind Justin Jefferson, especially inside the end zone and the red zone as well. Like Jordan Addison, right? He is a rookie after all. I do believe he'll be the third option in this offense. And I don't know if Minnesota is going to have a lot of success running the football. So we're starting here with TJ Hawkinson. I'm a little shy of the, the receiving yards. I think his number's at like 50 in some spots. So I'm just going to take the catches over four and a half. I absolutely love this. Uh, usually Friday into Saturdays when I start putting my prop bets together. And when I saw this number uh, on your list here on the uh, the little show sheet that we do here for the program, I immediately said, what? Let me go bet that because that's nuts. I have so many shares of Hawkinson, but Andrew Erickson knows that already. All right, Erickson, let's get to you. Give me one of your favorite props for week one. What do you have for the people? Yeah, I'm going to the Baltimore Ravens. We love the Ravens this week as heavy home favorites. And that screams, let's run the football. And that screams J.K. Dobbins over 56 and a half rushing yards, minus 115. Look, when Dobbins was healthy at the second half of last year over those last five games, he went over this mark in every single game. Like Dobbins is going to hit at least 60 rushing yards if he's out there as the RB1 against the Texans, who have been a bottom five unit, not just last year, not just over the two years, last three seasons against the run. It's because they're always trailing in games, not even necessarily because their personnel is so horrible. It's just teams get the chance to run the football on them. So when you're a 10-point home favorite, I think the Ravens are going to have chances to run the football, and they've been keeping J.K. Dobbins in bubble wrap. I think they're going to unleash him against the Texans, and I think he's going to fly over this number. I love it. Uh, I'm here for it. I agree 100%. Plus, when you talk about the game script there, you imagine there's a pretty good lead here. So you imagine that Dobbins will get some work there, too. So the volume plus the opponent looks good to me. Also, don't forget, everybody, if you're watching us on YouTube, and you should be, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Drop a comment below because you could win an Aaron Jones autographed jersey thanks to us. Because we like giving free stuff away here at Betting Pros. So make sure you do that. And remember to click that bell till it goes ding. So you know if you're the big winner. Again, subscribe. Subscribe, drop a comment. Pretty easy to win free stuff. Aaron Jones jersey is not going to give away itself, folks. So you've got to make the effort, but it's a minimal effort. Don't worry about that. Chris Meany, you always make the maximum effort when it comes to some of these prop bets. What do you have for us? What's number two on the big list this week for week one? What a host. Uh, I, I don't have any Aaron <laughs> I'm Jones the Sultan props. Of Segway, I wish I Meany. did. I'm the I, mean, Sultan I wish of I had a Jones prop right now to like double down on that. Uh, you know what? That's you kind of failed us as a show because you didn't have it. But I did, yeah. I'll let it go. So. Uh, man, tough spot, right? For CJ Stroud in Baltimore. First start. Good luck, oh, kid. Uh, I, yeah. I love the call there, uh, Erickson, for sure. Nick Chubb. I'm, and Nick Chubb, we know that he's one of the best pure runners in football. Uh, he's never had a season under five yards per carry. He's had a thousand yards every single season besides his rookie campaign. I think he was like three or four yards away from a thousand yards coming off historic, like his best season, like on the resume, 1500 rushing yards. Like he is an absolute freak, uh, but I'm going to go in a different way. I've never 
actually taking a Nick Chubb receiving yard prop or a catch prop oh. because Kareem Hunt's always in the way. This guy is an issue. In his rookie season, Chubb racked up 17 catches um, on 20 targets like in his final seven games. It was just over two catches per game. And then his sophomore season, he was on pace for 50 grabs. Like he had 25 catches in his first eight games at the halfway point. The team brought in Kareem Hunt. A lot of people look at Chubb and it's like, ah, he can't catch. I've been to First Energy Stadium twice. I know. I went to two home Cleveland games. One where Hunt wasn't on the squad and he had five catches and a couple like highlight roll grabs. I'm like, wow, this guy's this guy's a player. Then they brought in Hunt, like I mentioned, and it just it just went away because Hunt was a really good pass catching back. And now he's gone. So you remove 40 plus targets. You remove 120 carries. You remove all that nonsense of, you know, sometimes inside the red zone and and Hunt in there instead of Chubb. So I just feel like we're going to see Nick Chubb reach a a potential that we just, I guess, a ceiling we haven't seen from him. I think he could have 2,000 total yards this year. Mm. And I believe Mm. that, I believe that he will flirt with that 1,400, 1,500 yard range. And if he can get 400 to 450 as a pass catching back out of this backfield, I know Deshaun Watson has looked rusty over the past couple, you know, I guess last, last year for sure. Mm-hmm. The preseason games I watched him, I wasn't, I wasn't thrilled. He but when we saw him in went. Houston, he got better. He got better. I know he hooked up, yeah. hooked up with Njoku yeah. and, and Murray there. It got a little bit better. Uh, but when we, when we saw him in Houston, it was, it was, he was running a lot. He wasn't really checking down, but the final couple games, of last season between these two guys. And they only played six games together, but Chubb caught 10 passes. Mm. The final, the very last game, he had five catches on six targets for 45 Great receiving call. yards. He had yeah. a receiving touchdown. So maybe, just maybe it's a sign of things to come. 12 and a half at minus 118 over at Bet Rivers. It's it's one catch, right? So I think he will get a couple targets, maybe one or two catches here in, in a close game, a division rival. So I'm going to take a shot here. And I think it's something that, maybe books are unaware of at the moment with the 12 and a half, right? They don't really view him as a big pass catching back. And I yeah, think but you know what? To your point too, until somebody proves that they're going to step into that Kareem Hunt role, why not Nick Chubb? Why not keep him on the field? He's your best player. Um, but that's music to our ears because I'm the president of the yep. Chubb Club and Andrew Erickson is the vice president. So uh, that's <laughs> nice, very good. Very By nice. the way, I'm waiting for my shirt. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I saw the picture of it the other day. I haven't gotten it yet. I mean, let's go. Erickson, let's get back to you. Give me another prop. What do you have on your list this week? Yeah, so this is our our one under. We have a lot of optimism on on this show here. Life's too short for unders. That's what Scott Bogman says. Except when it comes to uh, this particular tight end for the Atlanta Falcons, Kyle Pitts. I'm going (laughs) under on Kyle Pitts, 38 and a half receiving yards, because until he shows, until Arthur Smith shows a willingness to actually get this guy the ball, I can't trust it. Like, I need to see it first. So Kyle Pitts, during the preseason, had bad bad route participation. Like, he was not running a lot of routes compared to the starters on the offense, compared to a Drake London. I think that the Falcons aren't going to have to do a lot in this game against the Panthers. I think they're going to be able to run the ball. I don't think Bryce Young, behind that offensive line, is really going to put up that much of a fight against a revamped Falcons defense. There's a reason why this total is so low. In a dome, it's a bad game that that does not get us excited for points. So Kyle Pitts, who was just recently listed as the co-starter on the depth chart with Jonu Smith. Is this guy going to have a big... Does this scream? Oh, Kyle Pitts. Massive game coming. Not for me. Last year, he went over this number three times in 10 games as the 
focal point I know, of but that last offense. year was so bad with Mariota, too. Yeah, but I know, why, why I know in this one game, why in this game is like, are we going to see Ritter throw the ball 40 times against the Panthers no, and a rookie no. quarterback? And let me tell you, the Panthers are in trouble in this game, too, because uh, Thielen's at 100%. DJ Shark might not play. I mean, He's just got ruled out. Did he get ruled out, out just now? Okay, that just yeah. happened, yeah. right? So, I mean, it's going to be Mingo. It's going to be Terrace Marshall. It's going to be that offensive line. I, I'm starting to look at that Atlanta Falcons. And if you, you know, check out our DFS show, I'm sure uh, Debra and I are going to be talking about that. That could be a sneaky little low roster play. Uh, I know you're a big DFS guy, but it's time to get back to props, meaning give me another thing you have on the slate for week one. <laughs> I'll go with DJ Moore, another over. Yeah, I'm coming in here hot with overs. I like the, I like the under. Uh, yeah, Erickson. let's go. I I dig I, it. You know they are going to run the rock one, a lot. I had to throw one under it because it's like when you <laughs> yeah. when you first start the game, you're winning. All right, you're already winning. <laughs> and it's probably going to be a game that's over pretty quickly. Atlanta and Carolina. Like if Carolina can't move the ball and Atlanta's just running nonstop, it, it may be one of those games that's over before you know it. But I'm going to go with DJ Moore, new shiny toy here for uh, Justin Fields, and the receiving yard prop here is only 49 and a half. I'm going to take the over at minus 112. Again, that's at Bet Rivers. Uh, two catches from DJ Moore in the preseason with Justin Fields. Very small sample size, but he racked up 102 yards on those two grabs. You can see the explosiveness on full display. He always has been, ever since he's entered the league, is one of the best yak monsters in the NFL. 14.5 yards per catch over the course of his career, 65 yards per game. Poor quarterback play, I think, his whole career. You know, he had Cam Newton towards the end that MVP season, which was an outlier mm -hmm. season. He's had like Kyle Allen and Sam Darnold. It's just Kyle been an awful Allen. quarterback yeah. play, right? And I get it that Justin Fields. Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. Yeah, uh, I, I get it Eesh. that Justin Fields is, hasn't really shown us a whole lot in terms of accuracy, but I don't want to go too far ahead. But remember Josh Allen stepped forward when they brought in Diggs, Jalen Hurts last year when they brought in A.J. Brown. I think that Fields will definitely be the number one target, which is a run-first offense. they got a bunch of backs there and, and Fields, which will – run a lot but if you looked at those two throws they weren't even great throws like they they were awful throws and he still was able to rack up i think a 56 yard touchdown and the other one was roughly 50 yards as well so um the matchup's okay uh i expect kind of both teams to run the football but we don't need a whole lot here if you go back to 2019 in terms of the most yards among wide receivers inside the top 10. He just doesn't have the touchdowns like the other guys. We just need a couple grabs here to get to the 50 yard mark. So let's, let's see the new shiny toy and what he can do for uh, the new quarterback right away. Yeah. And look, everybody think uh, believes that the bears can be more competitive this year. They had a good draft. They had a good off season, you know, and they have Justin Fields. Has to defense. take that. Yeah. The, Justin Fields has to take that next step forward. Hopefully he can and look a little bit more in the passing game. Like he did at Ohio state. And if you could do that, well, good things are going to happen. And speaking of being competitive, we want to compete against you and we want you to compete against us. The NFL contest is going on at betting pros. The winner gets an autographed Jackson Smith and Jigba Jersey. Every week we're giving away stuff. We're giving away fantasy pros and betting pros swag. We're giving away upgrades to betting pros to fantasy pros. All you have to do is go to the community tab over on the BP app and find NFL contest and join. That's it. That's all you got to do. Or just go to bettingpros.com slash NFL contest. I'm in there. Erickson's in there. Come compete against us. If you're the winner that week, I'm going to talk about you. I'm on the show. I'm going to make you famous every week. If nothing, come join us for that. And again, we're giving away a ton of stuff here. We want to have fun this year. We want you to pick games. And you don't have to be making the bets. All you got to do is make the picks. Just five every week. That's it. And you got to make 100 through the year. And every single week, every single month. And the 
overall winner is getting prizes. So prizes everywhere. I love prizes. Erickson, working with you, I always say, is a prize. You know, every single day I get to see your face. Give me another prop, Erickson, that I can make some money on this week. All right, here's my stone cold lock from the props profit. Oh. Here we go. All right, Deshaun go the Watson. Opposite. Let's go. Deshaun Watson over 23 and a half <laughs> rushing yards, minus 110. Look, last year, Deshaun Watson was averaging 30 rushing yards per game. He was frequently scrambling during the preseason. We've kind of figured this out with him coming back from so much time missed, still getting used to the new pass catchers, the new offense, still kind of getting his feet wet, and he's running around. So in a game where third highest total on the slate, I think there's going to be plenty of dropbacks for Deshaun Watson where if there's no one open or he doesn't feel comfortable driving the ball down the field, like he's going to take off and run. So I think that this number, especially when you look at some of these other numbers for rookie for uh, rushing quarterbacks, like Watson's is so low. So for mm. me, the betting props, prop at bet analyzer has it at 28 and a half rushing yards. So that's putting him five yards over this total here. And like I said, that's from last year, like that's a big, he was, five is a lot. He was actually. 30, yeah. he was at 30 <laughs> rushing yards per game last year. So I think Watson's definitely going to fly over, this, especially in a game that if it shoots out, he's going to be scrambling with a lot of dropbacks. This is actually, you know, I have my weekly best bets video here uh, on the channel. And this was my number two, which was the Browns on the money line upsetting the Cincinnati Bengals. And I like it. Th the reason is, is because, you know, they do get after the quarterback. You know, Miles Garrett's going to get after the quarterback. They are going to do that. And with Joe Burrow still coming back off that injury, my concern is, you know, evasiveness in the pocket being a problem or him having to you know, make quick decisions to just throw the football away because he's not going to extend plays because he doesn't want to push too far. I, I'm concerned about that. And I think Cleveland's going to come out blazing, I think, in this one, personally. I think they've got a lot to prove. I think they realize that. We saw the Lions had a lot to prove Thursday. Uh, <sighs> you're getting some plus money on that one, too. So if you want to see that whole video again, go check it out over on our Betting Pros YouTube channel, which I'm sure you've all subscribed to because you're all smart and handsome or, or attractive. You know, all right, Chris Meany. <laughs> Back to you. Let's do another uh, prop. What do you have here for the people? Erickson, he better check it down to Chubb at least once before he runs for those. Uh, no, don't yeah, worry. We're, we're going to be heavily warriors. invested. Well, three of us are already heavily invested in that Cleveland-Cincinnati game. I can yeah. feel it already. The quarterback <laughs> rushing market is is a sneaky market to dive into. You know, you, you just kind of alluded to it, Erickson. Like, it's a low number. I mean, Mahomes, for example, yesterday was 14 and a half, and he cruised past that. Like, yeah, I think he had three runs of at least 15 yards yesterday, something silly like that. So I'm going to talk about a third tight end on the show, and it's Darren Waller. We're going to go over again. It's a similar number as TJ Hawkinson, over four and a half catches, minus 105 over at DraftKings. It's a very small sample size between him and Daniel Jones in the preseason. It was the first first drive and he picked up three catches on four targets in that opening drive a whopping 44 percent target share now of course it's very unsustainable but when brian dable does things i just listen like it, he acquired darren waller in the offseason and i fully believe that the offense is going to run through waller they got a lot of other pieces in the offense it kind of reminds me of KC. you got kelsey and everybody else we're all trying to figure out who that casey wideout is we're all going to try to figure it all year which giants wideout is the guy for daniel jones after Darren Waller so I believe this offense will run through him Dak is undefeated against the Giants know their defense has improved they should be better stopping the run but I expect the Cowboys to put up some points and if this game does get out of hand we should see some targets here for Darren Waller so I'm taking them over that's four a and great number by the way Meany that's a tremendous number it's four too low I mean, it's, it's Sunday night so it's probably going to get bet up before we get to Sunday night you're, I would expect right. that to get five and a you're half right or so. lock this in as soon as you're listening to the show lock it in right now because that four and a half I, I 
I could see that going all the way up to five and a half, if not even six and a half. Like, I think as time gets on, you really see that right now. Uh, All right, let's get to another one of yours here. And I love this one, Erickson, because this is a perfect game script. I don't think there's going to be a lot of good game scripts for Brian Robinson all season if you're the Washington Commanders, but it feels like this is the one. Like, on paper, this one makes a lot of sense because Arizona Cardinals, I think, uh, from a roster perspective, are lacking. Would you agree? I, I do agree, and that's why I'm going Thanks. pounding the over on Brian Robinson over at 58 and a half rushing yards minus 110. Look, when he was healthy last year, after he came back from his gunshot wound, week six onward, he was averaging. <laughs> Can I just pause for a carries. second? What a what a strange thing for us to say. Can we just like when he returned from his gunshot wound? Like I mean, it's that's what just, happened. I know, but yeah. like it's still so surreal that we just say that and we just gloss over it. Like yeah, you know, when he pulled that hamstring. You know, it just he was crazy. awesome after that, too. Like, what a thing to overcome. My goodness. You know, Erickson has a stuffy nose and he's missing two days. You know, was, yeah, you know that guy got shot and came the, back and was running yeah. the ball two weeks later. But anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, that describes me to a T. But he ranked fourth. <laughs> he, ranked, he ranked fourth in carries per game, just around 18, and average over 70 rushing yards per game. Top 10 in PFF's grading. So, look, you like, you hit it. You hit it initially, Joe, where Brian Robinson, there's not a lot of spots where you're going to feel confident <laughs> playing him. The commanders are never going to be favored in seven points against any other team in the NFL. So this is the spot you want to play Brian Robinson in fantasy, and you want to bet his overs at 58 and a half rushing yards. All jokes aside, Erickson's a warrior. Erickson shows up when he's not feeling well. Erickson shows up all the time. I just like breaking his chop because I can. Uh, all right, Meanie, here we go. Let's uh, close things out strong here. You guys have had some great ones. You had Hawkinson on the over and four and a half receptions. You had Nick Chubb, 12 and a half receptions over. You had DJ Moore over uh, 49 and a half receiving yards. Darren Waller over the four and a half receptions, which is a great one. And what's the last one you have? Because I think we're going back to Washington, aren't we? Yeah, let's stick with Washington. I think we're going to see Arizona as one of the worst teams ever assembled. Uh, at DK, you can see you can get four to one for them to be the last team to pick up a W. I easily uh, with confidence the under four and a half win total. It's just this is an awful team. You know, um, Gannon's going to have his hands full right, to to try to get this team motivated to win some games. They've already shipped off a bunch of players. I love the call with Rob with Brian Robinson there, and and I'm going to stick with Jahan Dotson. I thought he had a great rookie campaign. Seven touchdowns is tied for the most among rookies. He only played 12 games, seven red zone targets, four behind Terry McLaurin, played five fewer games than Terry. He was used deep down the field, 13.9 A dot. That ranked fourth among wide outs with 60 targets. Big play guys like Gabe Davis, George Pickens, Chris Olave, 14.9 yards per catch inside the top 10 at the wide receiver position too. So, you know, deep down the field, explosive with the ball in his hands. Uh, you look at overall targets, you're not excited about five per game, but he racked up 35 over his final five. That's seven Seven per game in those final five games he had three touchdowns hit the center mark once top 70 yards twice uh, and he also started very strong too first four games he had 22 targets before suffering an injury that really kept him sidelined to week 10 and limited to week 13 so we're talking about arizona here <laughs> i agree i don't know if washington's going to be favored They're, they shouldn't be favored by a touchdown <laughs> at much. any other point this season. This right? one feels they're, right. They're going to be a bottom five team and they are favored yeah. by a touchdown here. So over 42 and a half minus 115 over at Caesars. If this dogs. game goes sideways for them, holy cow. Like it's going to be a Ron Rivera might as well start uh, packing his bags now. All right, Erickson, so far you've hit us with some really good ones. You had two over in that uh, game with Cleveland, Deshaun Watson, the 23 and a half rushing over. You had uh, also, oh, I'm sorry, Meany had the other one. He had Chubb. You had J.K. Dobbins, 56 and a half 
half over on the rushing yards. Pitts on the under 38 and a half receiving yards. Boo. But still probably right. Uh, (laughs) Brian Robinson just talked about 58 and a half rushing yards again, the over on that one. So Erickson, let's finish strong. What do you have for the people week one? What's another prop bet people should be on? Yep, going back to running back, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Rashad Rashad White over two and a half receptions, minus 150. Look, last year, six of seven games played when he was the starter, he went over this number. He was catching passes out of the backfield because the Buccaneers can't block. Now, the Brady offense is going with throwing the ball more than this offense expects that I expect from this offense in particular. But in a game where they're up against the Vikings on the road in the dome, like the Vikings are going to put up points. So Mayfield's going to be having to throw the ball a lot. And he's a dump off Savant. And he's going to look at White as his check down option pretty early and often because their offensive line can't block. So it would not surprise me at all if we see this over hit like the first half where Rashad White first play. Oh, dump off the White because Baker Mayfield's not going through his progressions. He's not hitting Mike Evans downfield. And instead, he's just checking the ball down to his running back that he did very frequently with Kareem Hunt and their day spent in Cleveland. So I think White over two and a half receptions. I feel pretty good about this one. And Erickson, you're mm-hmm. a bit of an overachiever. I see you got something else in there you want to tell the people about. Is that correct? I see a little Christian Kirk stuff there for you, or is that just oh, a bonus uh, that was a hidden gem? Oh, so I saw Mimi put a bonus in the in the show sheet. Oh, it's so Mimi's I added bonus. one as no, we we both no, added any time. Oh, I see you bo- oh, look at yeah. you. Oh, you know, you guys are the hey, best. It's gonna be fun. This can be a fun little thing we do. Anytime <laughs> okay. touchdown bets. I like this. All right, so anytime touchdown, let's Erickson, you've got the floor. Who's yours for the week? All right, so mine is Christian Kirk at plus one fifty. I know Calvin Ridley's the new shiny toy in Jacksonville, but still Christian Kirk was really productive last year with Trevor Lawrence. It's game one. Last year, Kirk was fifth in red zone targets, and he scored three touchdowns against the Colts in two games. So we know the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to score points in this game, and I think when they get into the red zone, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to go back to his guy, who was Christian Kirk last year. I think Kirk finds the end zone. Meany, go ahead. Extra credit. What do you have for the people? I love you guys. You guys are the best. Back in the day, remember when we used to call touchdowns, right? We used to do that well, pretty good job at that. I was so. going to say, uh, we were uh, we kind of invented that, I feel like, on that show. Chris yeah. Meany and I, for those who don't know, we did a radio show together for a couple years, uh, ourselves and uh, Jake Seeley, and now you're stuck with Jake again. I don't know what I kind know. of bet you lost there, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then Chris Meany and I hosted a, a DFS show and some betting shows and things like that for another couple years. We've been working together for so long, and we used to do this thing this touchdown call contest which we brought over here to fantasy pros and you know it was a wild success and we used to be money on this like we were crushing this bad boy so if you're doing this again you're back in on this i think the people should listen so what do you have i did a little yeah a little old school uh vibes here uh jamal williams i don't love the matchup really against the titans (laughs) it's a weird great run defense right i'm I'm not in on his rushing yard prop running i could I could see the under, I think his rushing yard props like 53 and a half. I could see him getting under that, but there's no Kamara. There's no Kendrick Miller. Like he's not ruled out yet, but it doesn't look like he's going to be able to play in this game. And he's the goal line back, Jamal Williams. I mean, last year he led the NFL in rushing touchdowns, red zone rushing attempts. The offensive line is good uh, with the Saints. If they get down in the red zone, I know people are, well, about Taysom Hill, stop it. That's over. I fully believe that that is no, over. It's, it's the Jimmy Graham package now. That's what they want. <laughs> oh, that God. is something that I could see. Jimmy G with a touchdown there. I could see that a one-yard touchdown. Yeah, and then he retires on the spot. I could see that for sure. But um, I'll go with Jamal Williams. And I just I want to reference. I know you guys have a lot of great tools at Fantasy Pros points, but uh, Fantasy Pros, excuse me. But I want to reference uh, the Prop Shop, which is a free tool. And Erickson brought up the the catch prop two and a half minus 150 like if you just type in google search for shot white i see minus 125 for the over two and a half catches so you can get the best possible number nice. for jamal williams fandles hanging minus 135 d 
DK is minus 125. BetMGM is plus 150 for him to have a touchdown. And then he can get even crazier if you want. Two touchdowns, 10 to 1. FanDuel's 5 to 1. Three touchdowns, 50 to 1 over at Bet Rivers. BetMGM is 25 to 1. So I'm not saying he's going to come in with three tutties, but it's a just that will save you a lot of time and save you a lot of cash. And if you do like to sprinkle a couple like double digit touchdowns, like put small units on it. And I think you can, um, you hit one of those, you know, you're going to be profitable for the month. Yeah. All right. Before I let you go, <clears throat> your Eagles are facing our Patriots uh, this weekend. Oh, that's you have right. a final yeah. score here in mind of that game or prediction you'd like to lay on us before we close out today. Uh, 24, 20. Philly. Oh, wow. So, so think, Patriots uh, cover, right? So, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> so, I think it's was on yesterday I, talking about the Patriots yeah, covering this game. So there you go. I think it's going to be really tight. I do have some concerns about the offense. I'm sure Bill and Brian will, will fix that a little bit. But the defense is solid. Jalen Hurts didn't have any any tosses at all through preseason. And that does bother me a little bit. New offensive coordinator and new defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. I think they could start off pretty slow. And, you know, Brady at halftime, boys will be fired up. So I think that it'll but be a very, Gillette's very tight game. Rocking. But the Eagles can pull it out. <laughs> yeah, it should be rocking. Yeah. Tom Brady runs out in his suit screaming, let's go. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Chris Meany, you can follow him on the twitter machine or x or whatever the hell it is today uh over at chris meany check out his amazing work series xm uh, what time's that show on on sxm by the way on saturdays yeah 10? saturdays from 9 to 11 9 Eastern. to 11 there you go 9 to 11 i was close i was in the ballpark and i'll listen to it on the way to flag football tomorrow when i'm coaching uh andrew erickson always a pleasure seeing you make sure you follow him over at bettingpros.com slash erickson when you have the app you could follow your favorite betters you could follow obviously the people who are uh, climbing up those leaderboards join our nfl contest there click the community tab join subscribe to the youtube channel as well and comment below and you could win that aaron jones jersey we're giving it away soon that'll do it for us but the story of the game goes on for chris Meady and andrew erickson i'm joey p we'll see you next time kids